Get ready, it's time. Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck, is the most powerful voice in women's issues today. As the owner of Motherhood Incorporated, Sandra brings you inspiring, influential, and interesting resources to help you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Each episode of Motherhood Talk Radio features guests who all have a story, experts in their field, and information you won't want to miss. We bring you everything from the latest crafting tips to how to be sexy in your 40s. From great parenting tips to moms facing some tough challenges, and most importantly, how to bounce back with style. Motherhood Talk Radio helps you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Being all you can be starts right here, right now. Let's do it. Here's your host, Sandra Beck. everybody, this is Sandra Beck, and I have such a great show today. I have a wonderful special surprise co-host. Her name is Angela Breidenbach, and she's amazing. She's written tons of books. She is the president of all sorts of cool things. I'm going to butcher her introduction today. So I'm just going to throw the mic over to her and have her introduce herself. And we're also going to be visiting with author Terry Reed. And, you know, it's super fun because these these summer shows about books, Angie, they're just so much fun to do with you. I look forward to our June or July every year. We always have a good time. So tell everybody how wonderful you are. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, my name is Angela Breidenbach. I'm the president of the Christian Authors Network, and I'm also a member of the Faith, Hope, and Love chapter of Romance Writers of America. And, um, We're being visited today in my office by Muse, my feline personal assistant. (laughs) He's literally over here yowling at me to give him treats, and he's already stuck his face into my water. So if you guys think that there's anything going on in your world that feels out of control, trust me, mine just went wonky. So (laughs) I have a surly, grumpy middle schooler who has to vacuum the van and you would think I'd asked him, you know, to climb Mount Everest. And (laughs) my other one is upstairs. I can hear him rattling because I think he just dropped a bar of soap. His bathroom's right above mine. And I say, look, the only time I don't want you to take a shower is when I'm on the air and I just heard clunk. <laughs> oh so well, I Terry, had the- Reed. Terry Reed, welcome to the show. What what wonderful wackiness do you have today in your household? Well, hello. Thank you for having me today. Oh gosh, I have two dogs that are very dependent on mommy <laughs> and don't like when mommy goes away into her room without them. So you may hear them barking. Um, one is blind, and so he doesn't know where I am, and the other one's a big Australian shepherd who just barks. Because. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? That's okay. An Australian shepherd. And they yeah. do bark a lot. They're, they are so smart and they have to be kept busy all the time. Just like they us do. authors. That's <laughs> right. That's right. So I do agility with my big dog. So that's our, that's my hobby. <laughs> that's really, I mean, I just, I have three dogs. I have, we have chicken nuggets, soapy peanut and Sally. And Sally was a deployment dog that came to live with us and never oh, left. That's wonderful. Yeah. And, and chicken nugget belonged to an air force family. And so we adopted him when their family moved overseas and, Um, he looks like a chicken nugget. He's chicken nugget colored. He's like this random collection of dog parts, but he is the most, 
Oh, he's got one big ear. He's got one little ear. His front feet are short and turned out, and his back feet are like long terrier feet. So he kind of looks like an RV that's not balanced properly. <laughs> but, you funny. know, he's a lovable dog, and they're a big part of our lives. So any animals that want to come on the show today and lend their voices, we're happy to have them. <laughs> I'm Wonderful. Okay, they right will. Now. I'm bribing him with some kitty treats to keep him kind of away from my keyboard because he likes. And I would be squeaking him, like I'd be squeezing him to make him squeak. I used to do that to my kids when they were little. I'd be like, "Mom, you know, Zachy's laughing," and I'd be like tickling him, tickling him, trying to get the phone to his head to for him to laugh to her, um, which probably could constitute child abuse today. I don't know. <laughs> you never know what one of these days. <laughs> so we're going to talk books today, ladies. Um, gosh, you know, Angela, how many books have you written? I'm on my 18th. 18. And, and Terry, how about you? In this week. I believe it's 47, but it might be 48. I'm not sure. I mean, that's wow. crazy, you guys. I don't think I've done 48 <laughs> sit-ups or, you know, like 18 <laughs> laps around the gym, much less written this many books. You know, I want to know some secrets because I did. I, I actually wrote a book. I wrote a bunch of books in my 20s. I haven't done anything for 20 years, and I recently finished one. And it was a little bit like pulling teeth, and everything had to stop. You know, like the house didn't get clean. I still had my company to run and do everything. And I gained four pounds because I wasn't hitting the gym normally. I teach spin, and I go every day. So pretty much I got fat, and the house went to, like, crap, and the kids got annoyed. So clearly I'm not doing something right. So how do you guys do it? How do you guys wrap it into your day? I'm going to go to Terry Reed first. Yeah, please do. I want to hear well, what she has to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's not glamorous, let me tell you. So writing is my job. And so that's kind of how I approach it. But, you know, just I work from home. So there's still laundry to do and dogs to take care of. But I try to be at my desk from at least nine to about three or four, but that also includes getting up and taking the dogs out, going to agility practice, and when I remember to eat, eat. <laughs> so you're talking about gaining, I lose weight when I'm riding because I forget to eat. I'll just go all day, and by nighttime, I'm like, I didn't eat today. Oh no. <laughs> I've so. had that happen, but then my writing really goes downhill because my blood sugar goes low. I've had low blood sugar my entire life since I, you know, and uh, if I don't eat, I will, I, you never know what's going to show up on the page. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bag of skills. Like the big bag of Skittles, tropical fruit flavor got me through and I would just eat one every now and then, which is probably why I gained four pounds, but <laughs> you know, it's, it's not easy. Now, how do you guys no. handle... I have a hard time sitting still. And if I sit still for too long, like my legs stop functioning and then I get up and I walk around like Frank and mom for like, <laughs> you know, like an hour or so till they warm up again. You know, do you guys get up and take breaks? Do you just sit there till your legs go numb? I mean, what do you do? I get up because I have the dogs. So <laughs> they don't let me sit for more than, you know, half hour, 40 minutes before they want to be let out. So I have to go let them out. And then I come back though. when I, the big dog gets to go out on an adventure every day so that I do get some uninterrupted time to write and I can sit for hours on end. So actually my husband just bought me a stand-up desk because he said I have to start learning to write standing up. <laughs> Be careful of that though, because um, standing too long, 
without moving can can be difficult too. So kind of vary it, if I might suggest. I I used to coach um, physical fitness and oh okay, um, vary your sitting and your standing. So that's what my chiropractor you. said. So yeah, yeah, it's really important for your for your back for everything. So yeah. Um, well, and I tried I, my dad's peddler. Like he has this little old man yeah. that you put at the foot of his lazy boy and he'll pedal. But yeah. I end up like banging my knee on the desk, knocking over my water bottle. Like it's really not productive. Um, right. you know, but I am grateful, <laughs> you know, I'm grateful we get to work from home. Aren't you guys grateful? Oh, oh I love that. So I'm trying to follow a, my circadian rhythm where I do things in 90 minute increments and um, just kind of paying attention a little bit more to that. Because if I get up every 30, 40 minutes, like Terry does, I lose my train of thought. Me too. And I've started to recognize that if my body needs to go through these um, cycles, it doesn't just do it at night, it's doing it regularly. So I'm trying now to do, because I tried the hour on and 10 minutes off, and it just, it felt very disruptive. So I'm trying 90 minutes on, 15 minute break, 90 minutes on lunch, 90 minutes on 15 minute break, 90 minutes on get ready for dinner. That's what I'm I trying to try that because you know, I'm really a programmer cool. by trade. So I do this like kids. I'm going in my sensory deprivation tank. Like I pull down the shade. <laughs> I sit in my seat with a, you know, like this pillow on it. And then I just block out everything for like nine, 10 hours and usually right till three, four in the morning, but it's code, it's programming. So, but if I get interrupted, I'm like, danger, Will Robinson, danger. Like, you know, I don't know where I am. I I'm in this whole little universe. Um, but speaking of whole little universes, I want to thank our sponsor today, uh, which is Audible. And it's so perfect because our authors today, Angela, you have four books on Audible. Terry, you have two books on Audible. So uh, Angela has 11 Pipers Piping, The Debutante Queen, Taking the Plunge and a Healing Heart. That's Angela Breinbach. And Terry Reed, you have Mission to Protect and Guardian. So if you guys are Amazon Prime members, for a limited time, you can start an Audible membership and save 66% on your first three months, a total of $30 off. That's like getting three months for the price of one. And you pay just $4.95 a month for the first three months. And after that, it's like $14.95 a month. Now, this offer is valid July 1st, 2019 through July 31st, 2019. And Audible members get a credit every month good for any audiobook in our store. And what I like about it, guys, is regardless of the price, you get it. So if the book is 50 bucks or 4 bucks, you know, you still you still get it. And I also like that the unused credits roll over. I have been an Audible member since 2015. And if you don't like an Audible book, you can exchange it for free. And Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet, which lets you fill your summer with more stories like 11 Pipers Piping or Mission to Protect. You know, the ladies that we have on the show today, you can listen to their audiobooks. Now, you're going to want to visit audible.com slash motherhood. That's spelled motherhood, M-O-T-H-E-R-H-O-O-D, or text motherhood, the same word, to 500-500 to get started today. That's visit audible.com slash motherhood, or text motherhood to 500-500 to get started today. And listen to these ladies' books. I do. They're so great because, you guys, I'm busy. 
I had my technology company to run. I do do syndicated radio. I have two kids. I'm a single mom. I take care of my 88-year-old dad. I have three rescued dogs, and I live on a horse ranch with two acres of brush clearance. So I love to listen to these books because by the end of my tech day, you guys, I'm tired of looking at a screen. I'll be honest. I don't want to look at a screen. My hands are often tired. Sometimes if I really worked a long day on the keyboard, I have to put my hands in ice. So the concept of holding a book is really difficult for me. So to have these, you know, audio books and listen to them in the bathtub while I'm doing yard work, while I'm cleaning the pools, while I'm drowning out my kids who are fighting. That's my favorite. I just keep cranking it up until I drown them out. Um, it's a great thing. So Angela Breinbach, Terry Reed, check out their books. Visit audible.com slash motherhood or text motherhood to 500, 500 to get started today. So girls, let's talk about your books. I mean, this is so phenomenal. What's the total? Like 60 some odd books between the two of you. That is true. That's a lot. That's a little crazy. Like you couldn't even read one a week and make it through a calendar year. Wow. (laughs) I know. I never thought of it that way. I didn't either. That's pretty. But hey, do that. Read a book a week. (laughs) You know what I do? I probably read, I kid you not, I probably read or listen to two to three uh, books a week because I get so many guests on my radio show. And Kara, or I'm sorry, Terry, this went to New York with me on the red eye. You can see my bookmark in there or your bookmark in there. I mean, it's really a big deal. Um, When you guys send me these things, I do read them. Sometimes I don't finish them. I'll be honest, you know, there's times I don't finish them before, but, um, before the interview, but yeah. Yeah. Can you tell us what your book is about? Because she got your book that I didn't. Uh (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So this is part of the continuity series. So there's eight books in total and my book is number five. What does that mean? I don't know what a continuity series is. So continuity series is there's an overarching mystery theme that goes through all the books. Okay. And each book is written by a different author and each story has its own hero and heroine and its own romance and suspense, but it incorporates the overarching mystery. And then the mystery is solved in the last book, book eight. So, so my eight, book it book takes five. eight books to solve the mystery is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. And are those the same characters? Like, Yes. Well, each book has a different hero and heroine. Got it. But all of the characters go in and out of each of the books. So you get to visit with books from the past and get to meet the characters that are coming up in the future books. It's really a fun um, thing that Harlequin does. And I have readers who will buy all the books and then read them in like a big binge. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Binge reading. You got it. Right. Right. So when you're... When you're doing these um, these series and these books, can you read them independently, or do they also cover a time arc, just like the the mystery arc? Yes, so you can read them independently, and that's how we try to write them. But there will be clues or um, mentions of the overarching mystery, but it shouldn't overshadow the story of the actual book. So that's like some tricky planning. Like it yeah, does. you have to plan out all eight books. Yes. Yes. And a lot of the planning is done by the editors and then they hand it to the authors. And I look at it like solving a puzzle. 
-hmm. that we have to take all these puzzle pieces and make it into something that's cohesive <laughs> and has a big pretty picture <laughs> so oh, that's yeah really so, cool. yeah it's it's really fun this is like my 13th continuity i think in the last 15 years that I've been writing. Now, does one um, author write all eight books or do multiple authors write the books? So each book is written by a different author. Wow. Yes. So we have to coordinate with each other and make sure that we're not stepping in on each other's toes with the mysteries or with each other's characters. So we do a lot of back and forth and talking. And it. the other thing about I like about it is that writing can be very lonely. You're sitting in your little cave office for hours on end by yourself. And mm -hmm. there are days when I don't talk to anybody yeah, except my husband when he comes home at the end of the day. So this is a really fun way for the authors to communicate with each other. So we're text or not texting, but emailing back and forth a lot. And then we well, need you guys collaborate. Yeah. You're really a team. Yeah. Right, right. We're a team and it's really fun. So do you so this, use just a, an email loop or do you guys just in, independently email or do you use something like groups.io or Facebook groups or? So we, we do a loop and we've used Yahoo for years and we just moved to groups.io, yeah. which seems to be working just fine. And so, yeah, so then we all just, you know, whenever an email comes in, we all look and chime in on the question or, you know. It's fun. So you have so, to yeah. keep in mind seven other books by seven right. other authors. Like right. to me, this is like, this is like the Navy SEALs of writers. Like, <laughs> you know, cause it's one thing to like get on Scrivener, you know, and plan everything out or use some of those things. It's another thing to go, wow, Terry, what are you thinking? Angela, what are you thinking? And then how do we make it all work together? And then right. <laughs> if, well, if, if you were to, sorry. Oh, sorry, but if a character pops in from Angie's book into your book and you need to have dialogue, you need to make sure that that's in that character's voice. Right. And you need right. to make sure you have descriptions and all that. Um, exactly. I know on Scrivener you can collaborate on one file, but I think groups.io is probably a better option because you can load files and right. not interact in somebody's direct script or, you know, that they're... Um, or work in pro I'm, I'm also working on screenplays, so brain script. <laughs> <laughs> Not getting into somebody's um, format, you know, and messing it up because you're right. working in their, in their right. um, book, that, which could be a real problem. And yes. one editor oversees the team of eight writers? Yes. So we have one editor who, um, she reads all of the books, and then we have a, a continuity editor who reads them all, who's looking specifically at the elements that each book is supposed to incorporate and making sure that we're doing that and that it all makes sense. Are they in the, yeah. in the email loop with you guys? No, or? they are not. They okay. get the finished product and then yeah. they, they read it. So, yeah. so they don't get confused. I used to do continuity right. for CBS many years ago for, oh. for uh, soap operas. That was one of my oh. jobs when oh. I worked at CBS. And mm -hmm. yeah, you, you got to see it at the end because you just, you literally are a fact checker. Right. Yeah. You've right. got red hair yeah. in book one. Unless you dye it, you better have red hair in <laughs> no, okay. book Okay, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that is very true. In fact, I just today, I'm working on another continuity. Um, and I, I have my, one of the characters, she had blonde hair. And then I was reading this description from book eight. And I thought, Oh, I got to change her. Yep. <laughs> Cause that's not her. She's no longer blonde. 
she's no longer blonde. Now she is a redhead. So, so it's funny that you would mention that. Yeah. Well, you know, hair color, eye color. I mean, I've, yeah. I've caught those in books before where the character right, right. has blue eyes in the first chapter and then they're green by the end of the book. I'm like, did we have some genetic mishap that I missed? <laughs> I guess someday I want to do a, like a fantasy 